Very often in the Gospels, we see Jesus inviting people to follow him. Of course, the apostles, right? We know their stories. We see uh, Matthew, the tax collector. We, we remember the story of Peter, James, and John being called as fishermen. And we see how people's lives are transformed by these invitations. What's interesting is that the people who Jesus often invites to follow him don't seem like they're exactly the cream of the crop. You know, they kind of, oh, okay. These guys, okay, that's fine. If you want to, Jesus, um, I could say myself, but sometimes like, well, I'm not exactly the cream of the crop, but you invited me, Lord, so I will try to follow you. So there's this recognition that Jesus calls many people, many different kinds of people to follow him, and um, all these people aren't always necessarily following the commandments perfectly in their lives, right? But Jesus still calls them to follow him. So in today's gospel, when we see this young man come to Jesus, Uh, and asking him, what must I do to attain eternal life, it seems like he's an ideal candidate. Here's someone who uh, is already living the commandments, already following the commandments, and he seems like he's uh, well-intentioned, and wow, here's here's a great candidate. And then Jesus tells him, you're lacking one thing. Go sell what you have, give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and then come follow me. So it seems like... Great. This is a great uh, opportunity for this young man. But his response is not to follow Jesus, so rather to leave Jesus. And, you know, it's, it's a little heartbreaking. The Gospel says, At this statement his face fell, and he went away sad, for he had many possessions. I find this a very sad story. Here's someone who seems a perfect disciple. They have the foundation already in place, right? They know the commandments, they're following the commandments. But because of their wealth, his wealth, his attachment to earthly possessions, he decides not to follow Jesus because of what Jesus asked him to do. Now, perhaps this is what Jesus is trying to tell us when he says how hard it is for those who have wealth to enter the kingdom of God. When we do have earthly possessions, earthly wealth and means, it is easy to put our trust in those things rather than to put our trust in God. When we uh, have a lot of all these things that kind of become sometimes an obstacle like it was for that young man to follow Jesus. So how about you? When you look at your life, what do you see? What is it uh, that Jesus is asking you to surrender? Or how is he inviting you to become a better follower of, of the Lord? Where is he asking us to be detached? Is there anything that is holding us back from becoming a follower of Jesus? Now, following the commandments, as as was mentioned, is is sort of the baseline, right? It prepares the ground, it helps us, it allows us to be open to that guidance of the Holy Spirit. But then there's the the need for us to offer generously ourselves to whatever the particulars of how God calls us to live, our vocation, maybe our particular um, thing that Jesus asks us to do or, or puts before us. What are those things that Jesus is asking of us? You know, I think of the example if a husband and a wife made their goal in their marriage never to make their spouse angry. Okay, that's a good goal in some sense. It could be helpful. It'll maybe make their marriage very functional. But let's be honest, we want much more than that, don't we? We, we want someone to love us, to care for us, to laugh with us, to um, see, attend to our needs at times. We want someone who understands us. And so just... Not doing certain things isn't exactly what we want. Likewise, God doesn't just want a bunch of people who are committed to not sinning or to 
not breaking the commandments. The Lord wants us to love, to give ourselves, to be generous, to offer our lives to him generously. How often we are hesitant to do this very thing which God asks us to do because we fear, maybe somewhere in our hearts, that we can't trust God, that he's going to ask something of us that is too hard, that's too difficult, that is just over the top. And so we hold back sometimes. We're, we act out of fear. Are we willing to respond to the Lord's invitation in our lives? Or do we hesitate, ultimately clinging to other things and finding comfort and security in them? This week at our clergy conference, uh, our bishop challenged the priests um, to be more open to the Holy Spirit. I think he, he's inviting us as a diocese for some time here, maybe the six, eight months, something like that, to really be open to hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit in our lives as clergy, as laity, as the whole diocese, to really try to discern where is God challenging us in these times to follow him. It's my understanding that he's asking us to be open to the Holy Spirit, that we can understand what is the Holy Spirit asking us to do as a diocese, as parishes, as individuals, how are we to call forth the gifts that God has given to us, and how are we to respond? So in some sense, he's calling us to be missionary disciples, to be attentive to how the Holy Spirit is guiding us to carry out the work of bringing others to Christ. It's an exciting proposition in some ways, some ways. Uh, but I know when we do this, there will be those moments where Jesus challenges us like he does the young man today in the gospel. Part of being open to the Holy Spirit is to hold loosely our own plans and our own desires at times. When we ask the Lord to guide us, something, sometimes that, that guidance will be given and it will be to let go of something, to surrender something, to grow in trust. You know, the, the young man in the gospel is following the commandments. So in some sense, he's living a good life, like he's a good person. But when, he, when it comes to trusting Jesus and changing his life, he was not able to do that. At least at this point in his life, he was not able to say yes to that. So where is Jesus going to challenge us to step out in faith? What might the Lord be asking us to do? Maybe it's to be more generous with our finances. Maybe it's to be more attentive to our family. Maybe it's to be more uh, aware of the Lord and, and grow in times of prayer. It could be very small, little things that the Lord will ask of us, or it could be great big things that will change our lives. Because we don't know what Jesus will ask, it can be a scary thing to do. Jesus, what must I do? What must I do to follow you? Do we believe that whatever Jesus asks of us is for our good, or do we still hold on to this idea that I have to protect myself against what God's expectations are, what his invitations are. I think we, when we can let go of that fear that God is going to ask me to do something that's going to make me unhappy or uh, that it won't allow me to experience joy, then we can find joy, then we can find peace, and we can find that greater happiness in our lives when we cooperate with God. And we see the lives of the saints very often they seem to be doing impossible things. And they do it with great joy. They do it with what seems like ease. I don't think it's easy, but they seem to, to just kind of cruise through. And I think that's because they have that total, at the root of a total trust in God, that God is going to care for me, that God is going to bring me through. So through our bishop, the Lord is speaking to us. He's inviting us to be open to the Holy Spirit, 
And really to ask that same question that the young man asked today in the Gospel. What must I do to inherit eternal life? And our bishop is encouraging us to try and to be open to whatever Jesus tells us to do. Yes, follow the commandments, but what else? Are we willing to follow Jesus? Are we willing to, uh, to, to go where he asks us to go? Or are we still fearful that this might mean something that I can't endure? I don't know about you, but I hope, I hope I can say yes. I want to say yes. I want to be the kind of person that says yes to, to Jesus. Even if it takes my, my heart some time to be converted to that, I hope I can say yes. Because I know if I do that, if I can do that, God is going to do great things. I don't want to be the kind of person like the young man who walks away sad.